message is testimonies, right? Amen. Now we're hearing testimonies. James chapter number 1, verse number 12. It says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. This is just to say to you that there will always be times when you have to endure difficulties Times and tribulations, perilous times, challenging times, but you need to be able to endure such a trial. It is not that it is not that when now that you are uh, in Christ, challenges will not come. Challenges will come. Difficulties will come. In fact, sometimes I think what you need to acknowledge as a as a Christian is that the more you're growing in faith, the more challenges you will encounter as a Christian. That is just that is just the reality of it. And that should help you to always be better prepared. You're able to put on the whole arm of God so you can be able to stand when the evil day comes. He said so. That the evil day will come. But are you going to remain standing, your son? Are you, are you doing enough to stand? Are there things that you will remember that you can be able to use to defend your son, to be able to, to stay your faith, to stand in times of such times? Are the prayers that you're praying that you can call upon when the time comes? Because it is not going to help if come the time, it is now the time, the only time when you're now thinking, what, what do I have to say? Or how, when do I even start? What, what prayer do I pray? Have you been praying all along? You're preparing yourself. You know that there is not anything that will successfully stand against the word of God that you receive. You know precisely what to say. You can be able to come out of it victorious, triumphantly so, and celebrating for that manner. 
Because that is what ought to happen every time after you have gone through such a challenge or a difficulty. Then it says in verse 13, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. Let no one say when he is tempted that I am tempted by God. It is not um, God who give you a sickness. God will never make any man sick. If anything, he wants you healed. He wants you well. He wants you to live a life that is full, in abundance, perfect and complete, that you are not lacking any good thing in this life. That is why He has blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If anything, He wants you to be enjoying this life and get to a point where you are, you are content, you are happy with what you have and what God is doing in your mind. It says here, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. Verse 14 says, But each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. I want you to look at... Um, 2nd Corinthians chapter number 12 verse number 7 I'll read you from verses 7 to 10 And to keep me from being puffed up and too much elated by the exceeding greatness of these revelations, there was given me a thorn in the flesh not by God, by the devil himself. So, I need you to just understand this part that it is not contradicting what you just read from the book of James. It says here, there was given me a thorn in the flesh. 
a messenger of Satan to wreck and buffet and harass me, to keep me from being excessively exalted. Then in verse 8, he says, Three times I called upon the Lord and besought him about this and begged that it might depart from me. Says three times I called upon the Lord and besought him about this and begged him that it might depart from me. Question is, who do you call? Who do you call when you find yourself in such a predicament and such a difficult situation? Because this is not a time that you now need to be calling everybody else except him. It is not a time when you are now trusting a man more than you trusting God. He gave you the name of Jesus Christ as an instrument, as a tool that you can use at any given time. You can call on him. It doesn't matter the circumstances. It doesn't matter how many times others may have tried and failed. And she told you that for the last 14 years, this, this, this is her testimony to say that anything could have happened in between. Maybe she wouldn't have even been here to share her testimony had it not been that she believed in her God. Trusted in God. May seem as though it's taking too long. But God always answers. And at the time he answers, it is the most appropriate time. Perfect time. His timing is, is always perfect. He's never too late. It may only just be you thinking that he's taking too long. Why is why is it that nothing seems to be changing? But it is not to say that God has not heard your prayers. It is not to say that he has not answered the prayer that you pray. It says here, but he said to me, he, he, he was, he was uh, you know, begging God you know, that, you know, he, 
he takes his pain away. You know, he he's he's, he's pleading and, and and begging and asking God. And look at what the response says in verse number nine. But he said to me, My grace is enough for you. My grace is sufficient enough for you. And if you're reading from the from the amplified version, he says, My grace is sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. You take it as a man. It is, it is, it is, it is enough for you. It says here, it is sufficient against any trouble, against any danger, against any form of threat, against any sickness, against any disease. The good thing is, when when it comes to the grace of God, it is it is it is always it is always sufficient enough to exceed the the, 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 the danger or the trouble that you you're facing. Now the power of God will always will always rise above the challenge that you may have. The difficulty that you may be facing. That is why it is, it is always important for you to get trust in this, in this grace. Stand on this grace. It is more than sufficient enough for you. It is sufficient enough for you. The same grace that you have received. It is, it is sufficient enough for you. If somehow you're thinking that maybe it is not, that is why, you know, the Bible says that when the enemy shall come in like a flower, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift the standard in you against him so that you're able to overcome the enemy under the in that situation, you find yourself being in a position where you now have, you know, everything that you you possibly think you need to be able to come out of that um, situation. Then it says, "For my strength and my power are made perfect, fulfilled, and completed." And show themselves most effective in your weakness. Well, that's that's just what you need. That's when you just need to just tap into this, into this power that is that is is made available to you. He said, he said, if anything, when you when you when you find yourself being in such trouble under such difficult circumstances. You know, you don't even have to try it by your own self. You you need just to to call on him. You need just to remind yourself that his strength and his power are made perfect in your weaknesses. 
there's an opportunity there. There's an opportunity to be able to make, to take advantage of this in your land. They show themselves most effective in your weakness. When you feel weak and you feel like you can't, you can't, you can't carry yourself, you can't, you can't stand or even make one more step forward. That is when he says that it is when now my power becomes more effective. It is now being, it is now fulfilled. It is now completed. It is now about to just, to just get to bring something out, out of you that you may not have thought that you, you, you possess or you have. You get to now find yourself being able to make such a, 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 a step of faith. And before you know, you are now able to move forward. It says, therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities that the strength and power of Christ may rest. In in the Amplified Bible, in, in brackets it says, Yes, they may pitch a tent over and dwell, and dwell upon me. That is, that is how much he wants, <laughs> and he wants this manifesting in your land. He says here that I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities, so that the strength and the power of Christ may rest upon me that it be seen through me in that situation and that is what you need to always be aware of yourself in verse number 10 it says so for the sake of christ i am well pleased and take pleasure in infirmities it says it takes pleasure in infirmities, insults, in hardships. You know, when other people are in hardships, they are crying. That is when now they are losing their faith. That is now the time when they want to walk away from God. That is when they are giving up on themselves. When they are just sick, maybe it's even just, you know, a, a flu they are, they are already complaining to God and to everybody why they are, they are so um, sick yet Paul says for the sake of Christ I am well pleased and take pleasure in infirmities in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in perplexities and distresses. For when I am weak, then am I truly strong, able, powerful, in divine strength. He says, when I am weak, I mean, if, if you were just, just only focusing on just the construction of the sentence, it may not seem as though 
it makes sense. You know, he says, when I am weak in human strength, then I am truly strong, able, powerful in divine strength. That is what I believe we need, you know, it's a mentality that we need to have when confronted with situations in life. When you are finding yourself in such a situation that you're able to can now say that this is an opportunity to bring out something from within me. This is an opportunity to use what I have. This is an opportunity to take God upon his word. It is an opportunity for me to act my faith. It is an opportunity for me to believe God again. It is an opportunity to drift near to him, to trust him more than ever before. It is an opportunity to build my relationship with him, to get to, to tap in, you know, in, in the, in the, in the, on that power that he has deposited in me and use it such that then and then your testimony becomes different. You're no longer just focusing on the weakness. You've now received more strength. You're now able. You have now, you now, you have this conviction. You, you're now empowered. You can even now, you know, be, be in a position where you, you, you can boldly declare and act your faith and you know that there will be results. It has helped you to improve and, um, you know, um, 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 be able to um, um, bring, you know, a change or make, you know, a, a difference, you know, through um, your faith. There is now results. When you now see the results, you want to do more. You want to continue to exercise your faith under every circumstances. And that way, you are able to enjoy the life that God has called you into. Living a supernatural life naturally, every single day. It becomes a testimony. 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 You know, sometimes, you know, we need to understand, it's not about, it's not that they, there's no supernatural manifestations that are happening even in your personal life. It's not, it's not about you looking for something, something drastic to happen. Then you will now start thinking, oh, now I, now I, now I understand there is supernatural manifestation. You know, the truth is, and the greatest of the miracles that you can ever think of is you having the life of Christ on the inside of you. That is, the, that is the greatest miracle that ever took place. Having the life of Christ in you as a born-again Christian. If you come across a man who says that, oh, I never gave anything to God, and suddenly the Spirit of God spoke to me, and the man is now able to give to God 
That is a miracle. That is that is that is that is something that is you know it is it is big enough. It says something has, has, has changed. There's something that, that has happened. You, you may not understand how big that is. It, it is not anything to do with what he gives. But the condition of the spirit, something has changed. There's, there's a complete change of heart. There's a transformation that has taken place. The mindset, the, the perception, and the, everything has changed. The thinking is now totally different. And that is a testimony by itself. So there's testimonies everywhere. There's so much God is doing in our lives. We need just to give ourselves time to recognize what God is doing in our day-to-day -day lives. That is what will help you to continue enjoying the life that God has given you, that he has called you into. Lastly, I'll read to you Ephesians chapter number one. We'll read verses three to six and then go to verse 15. It says, Praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Hallelujah. It says he, praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Every spiritual blessing in Christ. He has blessed us. It is already past tense. He has done so already. It is something that you can be assured of. You can be guaranteed. It is a done deal. It is, it is done already. It's not saying that he is going to or he's about to. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has blessed us. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. He chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless. Be holy blameless in his sons. Live a life that is perfect and complete. Being in hell 24-7 Blameless. When you are in good health, you can be sure that you'll be able to serve God 
the way that you would love to. But if you happen to find yourself being unwell, that not only is something that that uh, affects you, 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 you have, but it also affects the time, the relationship you want to spend with God, the time you want to spend in His presence, that you want to spend fellowshipping and worshipping God. So your relationship in the process might even be affected as a result. So it is important that you are mindful of such and always be um, you know, confessing and saying the right things to your Zion to, to maintain the, the, the status quo, the things as they are, in, as, as, as he has intended or as he had pre-planned for you. Then he says in verse number 5, he says in love, in love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace which he has freely given us in the one he loves praise the lord then he says in verse number 15 for this reason ever since i heard about your faith in the lord jesus and your love for all god's people I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking God that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better it is a prayer that you need to pray that it gives you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in order for you to know him better. I asked you on Wednesday, where is your relationship with God? Do you know him better today than you knew him three years ago? Do you know him better today than you knew him then, how is your relationship with him? What is the nature, the state of that relationship that you have with him? In verse 18, he says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. He says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead 
and sit him at his right hand in heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And then he says, God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be hand over everything for the church, for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. It is my prayer that he will give you that spirit of wisdom and revelation. Your spiritual eyes will be open so that you may know the hope of his calling for your life. It is my prayer that you continually live in divine heart. That you never be sick in this life. You live a life that is complete, that is full, that is perfect. That you do not find yourself struggling in this life. And as it is, so are you in this world. Perfect and complete. He said, I have not given you the spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. You have the sound mind, and you shall be able to make sound decisions. By the anointing of the Spirit of God, you give you the right ideas, the inspiration by the Spirit of God. He will lighten you, and your heart shall always be flooded with love. That you are now able to see with the eyes of the spirits, the visions he has placed in your heart, he will grant you the ability to be able to bring them to fruition. Ideas that are coming to you by his spirit at this very time, these are ideas that will help you to continue to advance in love, that will continue to help you to progress to make such tremendous progress by the power of the Holy Ghost. Receive such special ability, receive such special grace, as he has said to us, that his grace is sufficient enough for you. In your situation today, his grace is sufficient enough for you. It doesn't matter how long you may have been sick, it doesn't matter how difficult the circumstances may have been. He says his grace is sufficient enough for you. Stand on his grace. Stand on this truth. Stand on the truth of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be able to stand your faith. Be able to stand your faith and maintain your confession. And continue declaring the word of God under every circumstances. The work of your hands, he says, is already sanctified. He will perfect you beyond perfection. And you continue doing excellent things, excellently well, 
Prosperity is your birthright. Good health is yours. In the mighty name of Jesus, success is yours. In the mighty name of Jesus, will increase your vision and expand your course. That you are able to take, you are able to, to take over territories and nations. May the Lord continue blessing the work of your hands. And everything that you purpose to do shall come round. He will break upon every idea that comes to you by His Spirit. The strategies you need in order for you to make a success of your life, they're coming to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. He will enable you to do things far beyond your own ability, far beyond your own understanding and your own experience. It is not about what you know or where you've been. You need to continue trusting in Him. Call on Him under every circumstances. May the Spirit of God continue to lead and guide you and direct your paths. He shall hold you with His righteous right hand and lead you in the way that you should go. The crooked paths shall be made straight. The valleys and the mountains shall break before you, that you are able to walk with ease without having to struggle in this land. You will never let any good thing in this land. Just lift your hands toward heaven and thank God. This morning from within your heart, and say, just say, Lord, thank you for what you are doing today in my life. Thank you for revealing yourself to me greatly all the time. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you for honoring me. Thank you for beautifying my life. My life is now a testimony. It is perfect and complete. I am lacking nothing in this world. I have everything that the Word of God says I have. I can do everything that the Word of God says I can do. And I am what the Word of God says that I am. And I continually walk in the newness of life every single day. Just thank God from within your heart. Just thank God. Just, 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 just speak of His, His goodness and the, His, His wondrous works and His beauty and what is done, what is doing in your personal life. Just give yourself time to, to say a thanksgiving prayer to God. Even if you may not have what you may be looking for from God, thank God for what you have desired and what you're looking forward to. And before you know, it is being revealed to you. It is being revealed to you. He's able to make a way. He's able to, 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 to bring about the resources you need and provision for everything that you need in your land. And you begin just to prosper in this land. Thank you, Lord. And thank you, Holy Spirit. We love and appreciate you and all you. Thank you for this indeed. There is indeed none like you. Thank you, Father God, for indeed you have been faithful to us. Thank you. All your wondrous works. Thank you for your gracious kindness, your goodness, your beauty. Thank you, Father God, for provisioning for everything that we need in the mighty name of Jesus.
thank you, Lord, for every earthly and every spiritual blessing that you have released upon our lives this day. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And so shall it be. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give God a big round of applause. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We are going to partake of the communion. If um, you're here and you're not born again, I'd like to give you this opportunity to be born again, to give your life to Christ. You can just raise your hand and lead in a prayer of salvation. It is important that you give your life to Christ. You are able to make him your Lord and your personal Savior. It is a very short prayer that you need to say that will transform your life for good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As a brother here at the back, at the, in the front, give him a big round of applause. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just put your right hand on these two, two of them. And if you can just help them in the prayer, just put your right hand on your chest and say this prayer with me. It is a simple prayer, but it has the ability and the capability to transform your life for good. Say, say this with me, O oh Lord God, I come to you today in the name of Jesus Christ. Your word says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I ask Jesus to come into my heart today to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I confess with my mouth that He is the Lord of my life. I believe in my heart that he has died for my sins and God has raised him from the dead. I now receive remission of my sins. I confess that I am now a born again child of God. All things have passed away and all things have become you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. In Jesus' name. Amen. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for these ones who have given their lives to Christ. I pray for them, Father God, that from this day henceforth, the devil shall have no business to do with them. Thank you, Lord, for they shall always be led and guided by your spirit. They are blessed going out and blessed coming in. I bless them, Father God, today with your word. I bless them with your presence. With the name of Jesus Christ and with the presence of the Holy Spirit in their lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you. God bless you.